go-to man, Israel Folau! Is he? Is he in? You better believe it. New Zealand Rugby's organised a crisis <laughs> meeting with uh, Stephen Larkin. Sit back, relax, put your belt on, enjoy the show. Alright, welcome to the Fantasy XV Draft Podcast, Episode 9. The podcast where we discuss fantasy super rugby, the game they play online in heaven. I'm your host, Kargi, and with me this week again, we have Harry. Welcome, mate. How's it going? And the super sub come regular, Alex Neighbour. How are no, you doing? Very well. No super sub this week. Everyone did poorly off the bench, so um, no one. Excellent. All right. Um, as always, please be sure to check out our website, fantasyxvdraft.com, where you can find our weekly articles, the Casualty Ward Going out on Monday, 8 a.m. The fantasy round in review should go out tomorrow, Wednesday morning. Sorry, morning is ambitious. Wednesday, no, actually. Tuesday morning? And also, yeah, tomorrow's Tuesday. It's going out on Tuesday because it's Anzac Day on Wednesday and uh, it's not happening then. So, And it never goes out on Wednesday is another reason. I think it goes out on Wednesday most weeks, man. I take my time. Uh, you know, when, you, when, you, when it's, you've got such high quality, it takes time to get there. Man, this is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Minute of silence, please. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the death of the podcast, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and also the stock market, which Nabung has been doing. And uh, look, he's been pretty spot on with that. So um, kudos to you, mate. Uh, and look, lastly, get after us on the socials. Uh, we are Fantasy XV Draft um, on Twitter, Facebook, and The Gram. Very good. All right. Well, into our entree, the garlic bread. Uh, who's kicking us off here? Um, I believe it's me. No, it is Harry. Good. You're on the ball today. I wasn't. I was just dancing to the dessert song. All right. As long as you get it right this time. Yeah. Blues Highlanders. 34 to 16. Highlanders beating the Blues pretty much as expected. The Blues playing their D team. Um, and it's showing on the field. Basically, again, for the Blues, you had... Two people scoring... Actually, one person scoring points. Rico Ioani yeah, and did. Matt Duffy getting... Is it his highest score of the season on 50? No, he he started with like a 55 or something week one. Okay, so yeah. Duffy came off the bench for 50 points. I remember this because he got 55 oh, first. Was he off the bench? He was yes. off the bench, yeah. Duffy is my... Uh, oh, you're Duffy. Yeah, oh, yeah, there you yeah, go, the yeah, super yeah. sub. Sorry, The guys. super sub, yeah, Matt Duffy's Duffy. my yeah. man. Yeah. No, I remember specifically he got 55 points in week one because after on week one I was like, who wants to trade Matt Duffy? I was trying to cash out early. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Rico got 74, so killing it as always. He was back on the wing this week. He was. Thank God for that. And look back to his best. 162 run meters, eight tackle busts, three offloads, uh, a couple of line breaks and a line break assist as well. So, And 19 runs as a winger. World's best winger. 19 runs. Get him the ball. That's the formula. You know what I mean? Pretty Insane. easy. Yeah. You know? So why do you need to play him at 12 is my big question if you're going to give him 19 runs as a winger. Oh, look, to be fair, he went, he went looking everywhere. I mean, he, he obviously goes looking for work, but he just was like... Give me the ball. I don't care where I'm playing on the field. Just give me the damn ball. So, no, it was good. Uh, anyway, top scorer for the, the round was someone that we've been raving about for a little while now, uh, Frizzell. A little while. Last week in the week. No, you were talking about him two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Okay, two weeks ago. Yep, Frizzell. Yeah, so Frizzell got 91 points. Huge. Um, scored three tries, which yep. always helps. Three line breaks to boot. And a line break assist. Again, no Ryan Quaddies this week. You could, could have got one more for a Steve. Uh, we'll, Shannon, sorry. Steve. Selfish. Anyway. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> couple of offloads, couple of tackle busts, couple of line out wins. Just did everything. Mm. Um, not sure how many tackles he made, but 91 points. So let's just say it was 20. Yeah, no, he's tries. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's doing, <laughs> That's it. That's the kind of quality information you can uh, expect here on Fantasy XP Draft. Now, 
I think you could say, um, look, he was rewarded for... He was immense and he was kind of popped up everywhere around the park, but uh, he was rewarded for his efforts by just being the guy in the right place at the right time for his tries. Some of them were just, you know, big, big pass out wide and he was the benefactor catching and putting, touching it down. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there was a couple other big players. We had Tavita Lee having another cracker of a game on 55 points. Jet Lee. That's, yeah, I, I find this one really interesting. So, Jet Lee, 88 runs for 114 run metres, whereas Naholo had four runs for 44. It seems like one of them does well and one of them does pretty poorly each week. Mm. So, Naholo had 21 points to Davida's 55. Last week, I think they played, was the exact same. It was really Lee dominating in Naholo. He had that one runaway intercept, which is the only reason he got any points. By before that, and the week before, it was Lee got no ball, and the whole got all of it. So yeah. it's a bit of a worry if you've got those wingers. One week they're going to do really, really well. Another week they're not going to score anything. It's because they deviate away from the formula, the Kiwi formula. You got to have your your skinny white winger on one side and your big beast on the other side. You know, we got a Bridge and a Tamani Valu Marta Eli. We've got a um, Blues. We've got Rico and Duffy or someone like that. You know, every team has the formula, and the Highlanders just have two of identical twins on either side. Well, Tavita Lee is nowhere near as big as Naholo, though. And also, to be clear, Tavita Lee is nowhere near as good as uh, Naholo. But um, uh, anyway, they deviate from the formula, mate. They need their that white wing finisher. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, really so, racist now, but yeah, that's all good. Well, Naholo is meant to be, in, in my eyes, one of the best outside backs in the game, but it's really devaluing him anyway. So that's a, that's a worry, mm. especially as someone that owns him. Um, Dylan Hunt, 50 points. I think his try boosted him up a fair bit. I think he got a line break in the try. Was that in, in one play? He was charged down. <clears throat> he, he charged the ball Oh, so down. that's not his line break then. Does that count? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think... That's not a line break. No, his line break must have been a separate time, yeah. Either way, mm. 50 points for him, which is his biggest of the year, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Um, and he bombed Eddie, a try. He bombed a try. It was right in the bread basket. Yeah, you just... were blowing up about that. Could have a second. Yeah. So the bloke had one run for 16 run metres, but made a line break and a try and almost had a second and one offload. So I don't know. I don't know. How many surely, did he make? Surely that's not reproducible. Oh, um, I can find I'll look it. that up. No, I can definitely look that up. Yeah, what else was there in that game? Who, who, was there anyone returned from injury or anything like that? Good question. No, there was no returning. So it was just... Um, actually, there must have been someone returning from injury. No, it was Duffy bench for some newbie. Was it no? It was it was their big fella, Highland. 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 Rem- that did nothing this week. Yeah, that's right. No, he, so we expect him to get dropped for Duffy next week, really. For sure. Um, Rico, like we said, back to the wing, and then the the only injury was that uh, Tokalahi injury where mm, that looked, was it Tarvo that Doverty's. I'm not sure who it was, but it looked no Tarvo's Chiefs. It, looked it, it was painful. one of the one of the big. Oh, it was either Manu or um, Offa. It was Manu. Manu. Oh, no, Offa didn't play. Yeah. Ma- yeah. We're on a roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manu dove at his legs, grass cut, kind of Tatafu Pilata now style, yeah. and took his knee out, hyperextended his knee, and he looked really sore. I thought that that was illegal. I thought that was worth a card. Yeah. And I always thought every time Taft did it, that it was one whistle away from him just being sent off in a yellow card. It was 50 50 every time, yeah. Yeah. They were saying, as one of the commentators said, it said, such a big man getting hit entirely in his smallest area, <laughs> like the shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, it sucked. yeah that, was a, that was a pretty brutal injury. Mm Anyway, that, that was about it. A couple of big scores from the, the Highlanders boys and Rico. Um, nothing else too exciting, really. Hunt actually made 27 tackles. 27? So there with Lava Schlatny. Well, that, expe- that explains yes. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well. that's, that's equal, fun fact, with uh, Pocock's highest ever tackle count. 
Easy start this week. Ah, very good. Yeah. Well, yeah, anyway, so that's more than half of Dylan Hunt's points right there. Yeah. Uh, and the rest were a try. So basically, aside from tackling and scoring one try, he did nothing. That's good mm. to know. Um, yeah, I was watching him and he actually is my player, I do have to admit. So I was player camming a little bit. Yeah. And um, he was he was in there and in amongst everything. So I was actually quite happy with Dylan Hunt. Are you going to keep him again this week? I'm going to have to. 50 points. How, how can I not? So... Very good. All right, we're moving on. Tars Lions. Uh, we did go to this. Well, hold on. Did we all go? Or did I no, just go I, to this game? Either of no. you go. No, yeah, Harry. Yeah, went. Sorry, yeah, man. I, I forgot. Did. Obviously, I, I it wasn't good it. company. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the, I mean, I, I wasn't there. No, I reckon I just tried <laughs> to forget everything about that game. To be honest with you, because it really sucked, and the Tars looked awful. They, they were the worst. No, so. they they were pretty pathetic. Um, the scoreline was twenty nine to the Lions, and a big. I want to swear a deserving um, a deserving zero. A first, zero. First ever zero. Is it? Yeah, first ever. And it hurts. It, oh, yeah. it definitely hurts being Waratah supporters as well. Mm. Um, and Australians, that sucks as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our most promising team. Yeah. The the good thing about being at home and actually watching this on TV is that the Lions coach, what's his name? Swiss de Bruin. Swiss de Bruin, that's mm. the one. Um, he actually said, one of the questions was that, you know, what's the plan for the second half? We'll just keep doing what we're doing. It was it was quite good throughout the whole time, um, but we're, but we're going to be playing for the brothers, the, the, the lions. We're playing sure for each other, and playing coach? for the brothers. Yeah, yeah, well, and that's exactly what the lions did, and um, that just says a little bit about first of all the lions team, and second of all about the South African rugby playing for the brothers, um, playing for the brothers, and uh, <laughs> very good. Yeah, well, that was um, that's what they did, and Marks led it with uh, sixty three points, and he was the top scorer for the lions. Yeah. Um, and, look, oh. and actually, look, I was actually just listening to our, our last week's podcast on the way here, and we did say we said, look, we really didn't know after the Lions' big performance, not back home, but last week against whoever they played. I can't remember now. Um, we did say this is thorough, great stuff. But we said on tour, we didn't expect them to do that well. But I, we did say that our first week of tour, we thought that that they would really bring it on their first week. So. Um, I reckon. Look, they're going to ca- they're going to carry that momentum and form into next week, but we'll get onto that later. While they're playing the Aussies, <laughs> things are going to look pretty good for them, I think. But next next That's up, a... I've asked I've asked to take this one. He, he has taken the privilege. My boy Quagga Smith, yes. sixty points. That's the third week in a row where he's actually played where he's outscored Akira Yuani. Okay, calm down, mate. The third in calm a row. You're fine. All right. <laughs> Just saying. Don't read anything into that, listeners. Thank you. <laughs> Cocker Smith, one try, one line break, ten runs, nine tackle busts, nine. He's the new Akira. That's, a, that's an average day, walk in the park for Akira. In fact, how many did Akira <laughs> no, get this week? Let's not go. these days, mate. Not these days. I'll get back to you with how many Akira got this week. Yeah, that's fine. Excellent. Um, so Cocker did get 60. KB was the next best on 52. Seven runs with 103 run meters, three offloads, two tackle breaks, Two line breaks and two line break creates. Sounds like he was the team in this game. He was. Um, yeah, basically. The, the, the rest of the Waratahs. Well, the next best was Rona with 34. Um, and the shittest on field for me was Newsom. So um, I just want to squeeze that in there, even though he's not he, mentioned in the notes. But He did a lot of really bad stuff. But me. I thought he did a few good things as well. He, no, he had an absolute shocker. I can't remember him doing anything yeah. good because I think other, I just got clouded by all the terrible stuff he did. Look, and, other, and, and I like Newsom, so um, I, he's, he's actually a big unit. I think people are surprised. I'm not sure that he's actually quite the six five that he's listed at, but he, he's 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 much bigger than you think he is because he looks like a child. So yeah. 
He's on, got a face of a 17. Yeah, he's got a youthful boy. face, he but he's got a yeah. big frame. So, yeah. On paper is one thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he didn't deliver, actually play. Yeah, he yeah. definitely did not. Um, he, yeah. he stuffed up a few things, that's for sure. Mm. Um, uh, Madosh and Tumbawe got a big 49, seven runs for 87 run meters, six tackle breaks, and two line breaks. I actually thought Madosh was, um, I thought he was a bit of a one weaker, maybe mad two. Dog. Mad dog. Mm. He's a bit of a mad dog nowadays. <laughs> um, but he, he, he actually seems to be the real deal. Surprisingly, and they have some players returning too, but that's something that we can talk about. Mate, you can't just up. pull a Ryan Quaddy out of nowhere and then you know not be good for at least another fast. Shot. Yeah, I, I thought he was just a quick. Um, and what's wrong with that, mate? Yeah, well, you know, I, I agree, but mm. he, he is quick, so he can finish. And they're going to verse the Reds this week again, so lock him in for some more points, still, surely, because their defence is awful at the moment. I still want to see a, just a race between him and Diomani. Just you know, someone put a kick through, see you know, see who can run the hundred faster or something. But. Uh, and Diamani uh, is supposed to run the 100 in what, 10 4? Was it? Yeah, we made that up. So you heard it here, he runs at a 10 4. <laughs> I, I searched everywhere to find what his athletics yeah. high school run meter, the running times was. Yeah. Could not find it. All right, well, I'd, I'd believe that. So uh, <laughs> 953 was a world record, wasn't it? That's, that's what I thought it was, though. No, I ran 953 the other week, yeah. right? Yeah, that was all good. To, to the fridge. Um, and Vorsa was next best with 42, so it looks like Rohan's not getting a spot anymore. Which is pretty disappointing. Speaking of someone who's, who's not running 10 4, mate, Rohan is. He's, uh, he had a great off season. You know, he looked like Circa Julian Sevilla Piri Weepu after winning the World Cup. He, uh, yeah. He's had a few bries and a, a few beers, that's for sure. He needs to trim that down. He's not making the spring box this year. That's for sure. Mm. Definitely. Um, and last point that I would like to make is uh, nothing from the, from the big T, uh, the big tequila. God, it's, you can hear the pain in his voice saying Yeah, no, it definitely does hurt. It definitely does hurt. How many points what? did he get this week, mate? Um, oh, sheet's not in front of me. But nine. nine. You got nine, mate. There you go. It's, yeah. it's under Last two, week, two digits. 106. This week, nine. Yep. So. Surely that just come. I was going to say he didn't get that much ball, but every time he got it, he knocked it on as well. For a big man, nothing. he really gets dominated in contact. No, just, no, no, just it was, nothing the, went right for him. No, the week. Lions did their research big time. And they shut they, him down. They, yeah. they, had, they gang-tackled him, two mans on him. Yeah. Um, they did the bounce-off Kirtley Beal style and just ripped the ball straight out. Yeah. He, they really did their research When people get him, him in tight, he seems to have really poor ball security. When he's running down the side mm. and he can take the ball to the other side, he's big almost fan. impossible to stop. Yeah. That, that was the main thing, is that they, they didn't allow him to get the ball with five metres of space between yeah. him and a person. Yeah. He, that, they were straight onto him when he called the ball. Yeah. So. yeah, it will be really interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks if other teams pick that up and they start to shut him down. Because if he does, I think he can pretty much start packing his bags to go over to Europe because the Wallabies won't be given a call-up. But if he can work out how to get around that, there's a big future for him, obviously. I still think everyone needs to calm down. I love Big T, and let's just and find so a way I. to get him in there. I've already said what the solution is. Make him number eight. All right, let's just do it. Make him number eight. Stick him in there. He could be the next Quagga Smith. Yeah, he, okay, just, yeah, all right. <laughs> but but uh, no, the Tars don't have... Like, we need a new Cliffy Palu. He fits the, the, the build. Um, on the wing. You know. Give him a go. <laughs> number eight. Why not? All right, yeah, was there anything else from that game? No, that's it, I think. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, Crackers. Crusaders, Sunwolves. Crusaders, 33, um, 11, the Sunwolves. Um... Crotty, the probably the most unlikely person to that you would have thought to start this game. Um, well, he started. So I mean, you knew that uh, we did say last week. Beware that uh, that the Crusaders were definitely to rest some players this week. So who did they rest? They rested Sammy Whitelock, uh, um, 
Who else got a rest? Uh, Tamanivalu was on the bench. No, but Tamanivalu missed the last game on the bench as well. I, I don't think... Sorry, but Havili ha- was the only other yeah, one. Havili got a rest. That um, was it? Um, no, well, they, yeah, but even their, like, six... Oh, well, they gave... They gave Ta- um, Taufua. Who's the 10, Hunt? They gave yeah, him a, a rest and they, they played... Um, Delaney, how good was he? But even... even they, they brought That him one line rate. Yeah, yeah. That sold it. Everyone was sold on him after that first yeah. line. Without a doubt. That was a great step. That was, a, through. Oh, it was an awesome step, though. He's yeah. just so likable. Yeah, he is. Everyone loves him. Everyone Mike likes Delaney. an old man. That's it. It's like yeah. Donald 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 as I think he said at the start of the season, he, he he was thrilled to be playing the Crusaders when he didn't think he'd have to do any playing, but uh, he's been <laughs> called up now. But uh, no, uh, yeah. They, so they rested Crotty, Havili, Whitelock, um, even a whole, a whole bunch of players. So even their like you know not their All Blacks, their B string, sorry, their non All Black starters, they rested them. They had a lot of young in the start, so they had you know Ethan Blackadder. There's a name for you. You know Toddy Blackadder's son came in. Um, well, I guess that's the other one. Tafua, do you count him as a rest? Considering I think he was injured and not named against the Jags, he's missed a few weeks. I don't, I don't know what's happening there. Not but... entirely sure. I, I feel like he could have started, but it was the Sun Wolves that were like, whatever, you yeah. know. Uh, and then, I mean, with the locks, so they started Scotty Barrett and they gave Quinton Strange a start. So Romano, Instead of Romano. yeah, so Romano off the bench, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Cody Taylor. Sorry, another big one. Cody Taylor had a rest. Um, yeah, and they started Ben Fennell, uh, who. Didn't lasted how long? Yeah, about just about five minutes. Well, I can tell you because I picked him up for yeah. one weeker. I was thinking of picking him up, and you saved me for that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, got it. No, yeah, Benny Fennell. Actually, we were we were joking about how good he is because last year he was like maybe maybe the seventh yeah. highest mm. hooker on points. Yet he came off the bench every game for the season, and he just somehow was killing it every week. So, um, all right. So yeah. Anyway, uh, Crotty. The uh, that's where I got trailed off a little bit. Crotty. Yes, um, Two tries, 10 runs for 67 metres, nine... No, hold on. I'm reading the wrong thing here. Crotty, two tries, eight runs for 63 metres. So not a whole lot of metres there, but one line break, two line breaks created, four tackle busts. And um, look, he was just obviously the glue that holds that back line together. Standard Crusader. That was one of his better games as well. You know, Mm -hmm. he does... For a bloke that's so consistent, he does kind of do some of the hard stuff that you don't see every now and then, but he played very well. He did. Um, and anyway, look, as we called as well, pick up anyone playing the Sunwolves. So the outside backs and the Crusaders all dominated. George Brid, 57 points. He had 11 runs for 83 metres, a try assist, line break, three offloads, five tackle busts. Manasa Mataeli on the other wing, nine runs. Oh, how many points did he get? He got 54, had nine runs for 100 metres, two line breaks, four offloads, two tackle busts. You know, it was a similar story. Um, Izzy Dag, however, so he did start. Um, where did he start? Where did he start? Wing. On the wing. wing. Yeah. yeah who started, started in the 14? Uh, that was your mate. No, that's right. Sorry, you confused me. George Bridge was playing fullback. So, yeah, I was worried George Bridge wouldn't score as many points starting at fullback, but he's still found a way. The finisher. He knows where to be. Um, oh, he's good. He's, he's very good. He's very good. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious how he's so good, but... He's not even in contention for an All Black jersey. No. You know what I mean? Like he's mm. so give, good. Give him a couple of years though. He's quite young. He fills the same role of a Ben Smith. You know, like just does everything right. Turns up mm. at the right times. Yeah, he's, he's probably he's, a better finisher, but not quite as good of an all round game. No, exactly. Yeah. That comes with experience, I think. For yeah, Ben Smith. So give him a couple of years. He, he's mm. one of those guys that could just be the glue in that back line. But, sure. I mean, back to his dad though. How average was he? Yeah, he didn't look... He just... I don't know. He said... I think what did they say after the game? He said, I looked certainly a bit faster than uh, club rugby. Um, just but, a little bit. Just a little bit, you yeah. know. But um, no, I mean, he's, he looking. He was looking fit. Um, he just... Uh, look, there was one of those... I think one of the first tries to Crotty 
you know, the ball was one of those long passes sailing over. It looked like it was going to go to Dag, <clears> but <throat> Crotty just ground through and got that. The thing that worries me is 2016 average for him was 46.3. Twenty fifteen average forty four point one five, both amazing. Mm-hmm. Last year he played he six games, only six games, yeah, for a twenty five point three average. A few of those might have been off the bench though. Oh, maybe maybe one mate. Like you reckon? He's yeah, I, I remember him being very average last year. So okay. the question is, is he past it? Mm. And Izzy Dag, I think, is past it. Ooh, look at that word. I like that. Look at that. Yeah. Um, the wordsmith. He's uh, look. He's twenty nine years old. He's not actually that old, uh, oh, despite. His I mean, hairline he, is for an outside back for the Kiwis, mate. Ask Julian Zavia. Yeah. He's, an, he's a freaking <laughs> that's skeleton. True. That's, an the, absolute that's what skeleton. the commentators are saying. Twenty six, and that's it. It's like um, what was uh, Sumo was saying? It's it's the rock star uh, age. You know, yeah. death of a rock star. Twenty six, you you're beyond it. So. Very much the case in New Zealand. Uh, to be honest, we'll take any of them. So how about they just come across yeah. to uh, the Aussie sides? Brad Shields is off to England. 26. So we we'll, can get his passport with us. 26. We'll play until you're 34. No worries. Come across, yeah. boys. Eight years. We've got it. Um, but yeah, anyway, we've definitely spoken about this game for too long. Um, trying to smash through it. Uh, look, Delaney, we said, had a great game. 42 points. I mean, even even Timmy Bateman, 38 points. Everyone in the backs scored points. Field so day. It was very good. Um for the Sunwolves, for the Moondogs, Kazuki Himeno, the person we can't talk enough about. You know, we say it every Love week. Yeah. Absolutely he's killing good. it. Yeah. Started again at eight. Um, yeah, but his list is a lock. List is a lock, so your fantasy dream. And uh, look, he's probably the most consistent player in that team. Look, Lapis Labashkakni is, you know, is great, but uh, Himeno is just, just immense. Well, Labashkakni only got 15, which is easily his worst week of the year. Was and that, that was... Probably 15 tackles, probably 15 tackles <laughs> did nothing else, yeah. No. Honestly, I think he had one I run and he got penalized nothing else than tackles. Yeah. So, yeah, it I, was... I think he got penalised a few times. 14 tackles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Little was the other one. Little was the other one, yep. Little yeah. Little and Sal Markey both on 36 points. So, Sal Markey back out there. 36 was pretty good considering that the Sunwolves just got their asses handed to them. So uh, It was first half. What about that hail that was bouncing off the plate? Yeah, far out. Yeah. My pretty goodness insane. gracious that was, yeah. me. I've yeah. never seen I mean, you anything. see you, you see the all the crowd sprinting yeah. to get to higher ground and get to cover. There was the lightning players... strikes literally fifty meters up the road. I know. And, and... <laughs> For about fifteen minutes, that was insane. Yeah, that I'm was... surprised. To be honest with you, given how easily uh, Crotty succumbs to concussion, I'm surprised he didn't you know go yeah. down, didn't get a bat of that. But um, yeah, definitely some player concerns there. But um, all right, anyway. Quickly finishing off, Craig Miller was the other one from the Sunwolves. He's been starting pretty regularly in at the He's number one jersey. Both, both their locks have been good, actually. Yeah, Hadding had and um, they didn't score that well this week. Um, but The rain kind of buggered everyone out a little bit. Yeah, Hadding and Moore have been good. They've had good work rates. But no, Greg, Craig Miller, 34 points. He's been doing really well for a fantasy prop. So the only problem is you don't know if he's going to start all the time, but um, he's been good. All right, so quickly, we said Dag was back. Franks, Owen Franks was back. I think he yeah. got 18 points. And basically, you can just... Pretty much see him starting every week for the rest of the season here. So um, he's a good pickup. And uh, Fukuoka was back for the Sunwolves. Uh, didn't really light it up, unfortunately. He was quiet. So, well, all the outside backs are pretty average yeah, from the Sunwolves. Yeah. I, I think the rain ruined that. The rain ruined. He just yeah. didn't get his time and space. We know what a good player he can be. Exactly. So, yeah, injuries Ben Fennell, as we said, and Tommy Sanders. Um, so who cares? And also, who cares? Um, <laughs> I was going to say, just worth saying that Fukuoka. Was I mean I'm not I don't count Duncan Matthews so which means that he was the eighth best outside back last year with a 39.7 average so mm. as much as he was he was poor if you can pick him up right now for whoever's holding him he might be quite undervalued at the moment I think he's still a very good pickup very good um, 
Next game. Harry. Yep. So we got Reds Chiefs, 36-12. Chiefs beat the Reds. It looked like it was going to be... I think they were tracking for 80 nil in the 17th or 18th minute. Yeah. Then DMAC went off and things slowed down a little bit. So That's it. the Reds were very, very lucky that that happened, I think. Otherwise, the doom and gloom that surrounds the giant rugby right now could be looking a lot worse. Um, That's but, it. Well, look, to be honest, I mean, you know, they probably... He, who knows? I know they say he failed his HIA, but they were probably just like, we've got this in the bag, let's just sit him down. He, yeah. he did look a little bit out of it when he was being carried off. Well, not carried, when he was walking off. He had that, you know, that like, toddler, like, trying to work yeah. out where he was going kind of look. Yeah. Bambi. Well, that'll happen if you get a... <laughs> what, he, got a he got a knee to the head from his own player, from Tarvi. It's a friendly yeah, fly. Solid hit. Yeah. Uh, Karevi, top scored, though. Back to form for him. He scored yeah. 89 points. I think the vast majority were in the second half. Scored a couple of tries, um, which is, you know, I honestly thought that was most of what he did. But when I looked at his score, I was wrong. Uh, 129 run meters, 11 tackle busts in one game. That's huge. A couple yeah. of line break assists. A couple of line breaks. A couple of line breaks and the one line break assist. So yeah. 89 is huge for him. He's been... Pretty solid centre. Is he, is he the best well, centre in the comp right now? Um, it's either him or Rico. I think it's Rico. Um, but uh, Rico, 54.8 average. Samu Karevi, 52.3. Yeah. I mean, look, a quiet week for Karevi. Like, you know, the, the Reds can do nothing and Karevi still finds a way to get you know, 40 points. He seems points to score first. better at inside centre, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's very so, 89 from him, very good game. Liam Polwart got his first start on 59 points. Yeah, big one. So, so that was good to see. That puts a little bit of... Bit of re- uh, pressure on their Nathan Harris. Nathan Harris, their All Blacks hooker. Mm-hmm. Um, does that count as a rest week? I guess for Harris. Technically, it does. Yeah, yep. there you go. Try for Polwart probably boosted his points a fair bit, though. Having said that, it was a line, it was like a he was on the last, on the on the wing, but he, catching the ball was a line break, about fifteen meter run. Yeah, that, that definitely boosts the points yeah, up. Yeah. Alamalo, another solid score with fifty four. Ardron came back from his concussion and how good is he? Two points. Yeah. He's the only breakaway playing at lock that you actually want to pick up. Yeah, ever. Um, ever. But he's killing it, yeah. He makes so many line breaks. He's just super physical and super oh, athletic. he's incredible. He's just, he, he's just into everything. Like that, he's, he's um, you know, their forward pack has been absolutely demolished by injuries, but he is just... If the Canadians can pick up a few more like that, they'll be competitive at the top level. Like he's a very, very good player. He's a great footballer, for sure. Anton Leonard-Brown was the last one. So talking about high-scoring centres, he's right up there as well. I think he is sixth, 44.1 average. He picked up 48 points in this game um, and just seems to have a really high work rate involved in absolutely everything in attack and defence. So he was very good with a couple of line breaks, three tackle busts, another assist. Very good game from him. Did you say Alamolo? Was I asleep? Yeah, I said Alamolo. No, I was just tuning yeah. in. And he bombed um, a try too. I just want to chuck it out he, there. He bombed yeah. one? Yeah. Alamolo did. Over yeah. the line. That's yeah. it. Thanks, mate. Actually, yeah, he did, well, that wasn't even a catch. He was just over the line and didn't yeah. put it down. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Alamolo. Look, awesome. I think he was just like, I've scored too many tries this year, guys. I need to calm it down a bit, you know. A couple more coming back for the Reds. George Smith made his first uh, appearance off the bench. He did a 37-year-old. Yeah. He, um, how did he score, actually? Uh, not too well, but uh, minus, I'm the blue chip. Minus one. Yeah. Don't call him a blue chip, mate. Let's go into this. <laughs> minus one for George Smith. So he'll be interesting to see what he does next week when he starts, I assume, over Luke Wright. But surely he's, he's too past it to be called a very good outside, uh, very good Lucy. Is he? I think so. I reckon... Mid, you can mid to high 20s? Right, no, I'm going to call him like, like a 30-point toddy. Matt Todd, 30 yeah, points. 26 average, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call George Smith 30-point average. Well, uh, no 30s for me. We'll come back and reconvene in a couple of weeks' time. I love him. Mm. 
low uh, mid to high twenties. Yeah, all right, all right. Uh, ben <laughs> Lucas, the uh, the bloke playing at nine, who's yeah. never played halfback in his life, but still apparently picked over the future at number nine for the Reds. Tuttle, um, he was average, I know. very how, average. Got how, concussed. As how well. would you feel if you Tuttle? Like you know, you, you you get sold the world, then you sign you sign the dotted line for your three year contract, and they say, thanks, champ, to the bench now. Uh, if in the team, he's got the wait, head. sorry, was he even? He wasn't even in the team this week. It was Saravi on the bench. Yeah, Tuttle's mm. just dropped. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with him. He's just no, there's nothing wrong with him because he played last week and didn't get injured. But I don't, I don't know. I think Brad Thorne's losing it to completely. To be completely honest, I think he's looking to make make uh, examples of a couple of players because of the fact that they've been soft. That could be it. Tuttle yeah. was soft for the first half of the season. It didn't seem to bother anyone when he wasn't running the ball. But apparently he kicks his goals and has a few runs and they're going to drop him from the squad altogether. I think they've got big problems, the Reds. Pick I, up pick up players playing the Reds is my thoughts right now. If the Tars can put bloody 50 points through. I'd say backs anyway. Even their forwards haven't been very physical. Yeah, but their I scrum still, was all right again. I still like, I like their scrum. I like their line out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Taniella Tupo made his comeback again, mm. not really full of running like you expect him. He was solid, yeah. but not phenomenal. He only, there was like once or twice in the game where he did one of those kind of hitting the line at pace, kind of a you know, cross field run. Yeah. But uh, he just wasn't getting really involved. So he was, he was just there to pillar and post and clean out. You know? The scrum was a lot stronger with him, but he's not running around like we no. expected him to in the first half of the season. That's it. Um, the other one that came back was Brad Webber came back by the bench um, Triple T is some real competition for him looking mm. like a, a potential starter for the season so that'll be really interesting That's this it. coming week and they, they, and they, yeah. sorry you go yeah. I was going to say do they have a bye this week they, have, they have a bye this week yep so, yeah, so but, we won't know for a couple of weeks now it's funny you know uh, Triple T now in the uh, in the AB squad getting the call up but um, even the coach can't pronounce his name <laughs> That's I love it. that what was that, that, was, that was, who, who, what was the tweet you were saying earlier it was uh, it was it was basically someone was calling him calling him out and saying that they've got to actually learn his name. That's calling Steve Tarangi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's calling Hanson out saying that they learn, need to learn Tarangi's name. They can't. Apparently, Hanson actually called him Triple T when they said that he was in the squad in an interview. <laughs> what a cop out, yeah. Um, no, but it's funny to think Weber was. Uh, you know, they were talking about Weber in contention for an All Blacks jersey at the start of the year, just because yeah. he'd been in such good form, and now he can't even get a run. I mean. That just speaks volumes about what is New Zealand rugby. You know? I think it'll be really interesting to see what Weber's pass is like. You know, he was out for a broken wrist. Mm. That's got to be the foundation for any halfbacks game. If his pass is a little bit off, you can expect him not to get a start. That's true. That's it. That'll be big, I Should think. Should be interesting. Mm. Uh, other injuries, I, I said... Uh, I know I didn't say. Uh, D-Mac got concussed. So he seems to be in and out of the side with a few little niggly injuries this year, which has never happened before. That's it. Um, concussion. Didn't look too serious. Like we said, he kind of wobbled off a little bit. Still managed to score 31 points in his minutes. So it doesn't matter how many minutes he plays, he's still sold enough. He still hasn't yeah. missed a game. Yeah, has he? At, no. At that yeah. stage, when you're so far ahead of the Reds, you're just like, well, let's, let's rest. Give him a break. At that stage, mate, let's 20 minutes in, man. mate. He went off 20 he minutes is, in. Yeah. <laughs> and, he is, yeah, and they were already that far ahead of the Reds. They were 18 exactly right. points yeah. ahead at the time, 17 <laughs> so points. So you can do that with D-Mac. And, that, and that's the thing. He's that valuable to the team. Let's, oh, he didn't pass the, the HIA. Why not? Like, it's interesting to see. him on the bench. A few teams now, if their 5-8 goes down, they're in huge trouble. The Chiefs are one, the Highlanders were another. Yeah. Um, the Crusaders are still very good, but they're not going to beat many <laughs> New Zealand teams without without Moana. Moana. Yeah. It's real, And actually, even the Hurricanes really struggled with when they didn't yeah. have Bodie for a week. So... It's a good point. Yeah, there's, they're really pivotal at the moment. I think, I guess, because they're playing such open, expansive rugby. Yeah, 
For sure. Slipper did his shoulder. Looked pretty sore. No, sorry, sternoclavicular joint, which is where your collarbone joins the middle of your chest. News Thanks, to doctor. us, yeah, especially... Thank you, thank you Doc. Well, I, I knew you would know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify for the listeners, yeah. thank you. Um, apparently, he was struggling through the week with this injury, bruising through that joint, um, and was struggling to actually make the starting lineup, which would have hurt a lot of fantasy players not to know that, because he only lasted 19 minutes and came away with two points as a, as a prop that should be scoring, you know, high 20s, maybe 30 every week. That was... Were you one of those hurt fantasy managers? I was. Okay, yeah. I was. Yeah. That hurt me too. Um, <laughs> so that was that was disappointing not to hear anything about that from the Reds camp. So Queensland Reds, this is your notice. Make sure you give us some in- info about the uh, the injuries through the week. Like who, who the, was the, the other week it was um, Sam Lousy. That's right. As well, they just left him on the starting team. Yeah, and they were like, yeah. yeah, well, look, to be honest, we'll just see if he's right by Friday. But we'll just we'll just leave him on the Even though they yeah, won't play Monday. anyone that's not fit on yeah, Monday. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, thanks, guys. Fine. Could have told us that on Monday. Yeah, exactly. uh, John O'Lance as well came off with concussion. So a lot of concussions this week. Um, yeah, big worries there. Very good. Moving on. Moving on, the um, oh, why have I got all the the shockers Australian results? Anyway, the Bulls twenty eight to the Rebels ten, mm. um, higher score, which was good for me actually. I am a Amanaki Mafi, which means most hope in um, in, 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 in Kiwi Maori. <laughs> I knew he'd have nothing here. I could see his face every time he goes, goes, which means, and I was like, you don't know what it's in, do you? Exactly right. We'll have to get back to you on that. No, that's exactly what it means. Google Translate. Okay. In what? In Maori, man. Are you sure it's Maori? Yes, 100%. I Google Translated it. Harry, you can verify this. And he scored 66 points. Uh, next best was Ruru, who I just dislike, but Mate, apparently... I've got it in Google Translate. It says it's Maori, and it translates as Mafi Prospect. Well, Mafi's prospecting the whole... <laughs> he's, he's prospecting He's prospecting all day long. All right, mate, we'll take your word for it. Where do you yeah. get most hope from? They're from Japanese to Maori. <laughs> Japanese to Maori? What kind of conversions are you doing, mate? Japanese... I, I needed a Manaki. I needed a team name. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. good. Great to know that your yeah. whole team's built on nothing. Most uh, hope. That's what it's. That's what it's built on. Okay. To, to clarify, that's Nabung's team team name in our fantasy draft, and yeah. we just worked out that he has no idea why. No, <laughs> no founding for that. Yeah. I will Google Translate for the listeners. Okay. Amanaki Mafi, 66 points. Ruru, who I dislike, 64. <laughs> She's making sure of that. Yeah, like, yeah. Just so I, everyone I, knows, I, I dislike, dislike Ruru. He stuffed the game I, up. I like Michael Ruru. He stuffed the game up for the Rebels last week, and somehow he scored 64 again. Well, you've got to try. He, Matt, he was actually really, looked really good this, this game. <sighs> they, they, the he, Rebels, looked, he looked a lot better, I thought, this week. Mm. Oh, he did. No, the, and the Rebels need Guinea. It's a matter of fact. There's a reason why they lost by 18 points. <laughs> um, Gallant scored 63. Um, and, and my talking point uh, for this week is actually Adrian Strauss with 58 points. He's The veteran. He's a man that's actually, um, I think he's he's come out of, I wouldn't say nowhere, but he's 
he looked old for a little bit at the start Wait, have of the you, season. Have you seen the articles then, that they were saying, uh, c- can he unretire <laughs> for the Springboks? Yeah, because they really struggled yeah. with Mark. I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe get other people to unretire, like Dwayne Vermeulen or something. But like, but Kagi, um, uh, Kagi ca- actually gave me a call. This <laughs> I was hoping you just let that go. Vermeulen yeah. definitely has retired. Yeah. Okay. They're talking about him as playing this year. Ka- All right, well they don't really need Adrian Strauss in the Springboks, man. They got Marks, but sorry, continue. They do. Kagi called me this week and said, "Well, who am I going to play this?" week is it going to be a difference between adrian strauss or augustine creevy and i said good choice of hookers to have yeah, in your team at, that is a good choice and i said mate pick strauss all day long long look at the form that this man is in he's had a shave he looks like he's 25 <laughs> years old and all the difference and and he's the bulls line out mall is something that they've john mitchell has recreated this team that has come out of nowhere. They're playing wide ball and they're s- setting to their set piece. And Adrian Strauss is literally up the guts and it's up and into over him. the try line. Yeah. Up the guts and into him. And, and into the try line. So I am... Don't... Isn't no. it... But Look, Vis- okay, so Visagi started, right? At the start of the Visaki. year. Yeah. Visaki. Yeah. Started for them at the start of the year. But then they didn't seem to have a rolling mall at all when he was playing. Strauss comes back in the same way that Pocock came back for the Brumbies, and all of a sudden it's a really lethal weapon for them. So it shows how important it is to have a senior man at the back just directing the traffic. I think it's completely transformed their game because it gives them completely like twelve to fourteen points a game at the moment. It's oh, ridiculous. absolutely! I think there's two parts to it. I think that um, obviously the Strauss, uh, the Strauss, obviously the Bulls, um, the Strauss effect. Yeah, this, their gameplay has been based around their set piece. For, oh, since Super Rugby has, was Matt conceived, Field, that's know, what I mean. But, but I think I think what what has happened with John Mitchell coming in, new coach, he's brought a bit of that New Zealand rugby Spark. out running ball, running outside ball, and they focused on that in the start of the season. And that now a few weeks in, they've gone. All right, look, yes, that's all well and good. We're doing that well. We need to do that, but we also we need to do that and also dominate in our set piece, which they've now the last two weeks they've really come back and the, been doing. The Bulls are looking really good. Exactly. Um, yeah, I haven't seen a Bulls lineup or team like this in a long, in That's a long, it. long and we'll time. get we'll get onto them in the preview. Um, a few players coming back and whatnot. Exactly yeah. right. Um, next best was uh, forty five with Kotsi and forty with Rousseau. So the wings are yeah. going all right for the Bulls. It, it just shows that the ball's getting out to the wings. That's pretty it. Pretty straightforward. John Mitchell, let's play New Zealand rugby. That's get it. it out there. Um, and their forwards were just look. They were eating up the opposition so much that um, Pierre Schumann, uh, yeah, the line, <laughs> he, he, he took it to the next level, and he was actually biting. Uh, he was called out for biting, yeah. so he might be sanctioned this week. So his manager is actually Mike Tyson, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. But he no, he's uh, he, he's had a he's had a chat to the Australian cricket team about how to make sure you get the win. Apparently, <laughs> rules are <on> nothing. <laughs> Exactly right. So um, we're still unclear on what showman's uh, Skuman. Skuman, sorry, yeah, I even um, said it earlier. It's right. Yeah, yeah Skuman. Yeah, um, not said everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we're we're still waiting on what um, Skuman's penalty will be. Um, we saw the return of Hodge. Uh, his average. Not not much. Not much to talk about for Hodge. <laughs> And, you were so excited um, for about three <laughs> seconds. Yeah, no, I, I was a little bit, but no. And, uh, and injuries, injuries yeah. we have uh, Ross Halepetti and Dane Halepetti. Um, the brothers are a, have concussion. They went off 
Um, during the game, we have Coleman who has a shoulder injury. No, look, to be fair, Coleman literally looks like he's been injured for every minute he's played this season. I just, I yeah. just, I, I will never forget the Tars Rebs game. We were sitting there, and Nelson and I were just watching him. From from about three minutes in, he looked like he was holding his shoulder, and he just kept playing the whole game. He was not interested in making any contact, but he just, he's like, oh, I need to be here for the boys for the leadership. It's like, mate, for the sit brothers. down and get better, and then come back and play. All right. He's been so. They've got Matt Phillip and Jeff Parling. All right, just get yourself sorted and then come back. Anyway, and last one with uh, Ulysses elbow. He was. Absolutely strapped up to the mummy, mummy like. Yeah, that's it. Um, and it, it didn't look too good when he when he came off. So we'll, we'll see how he goes. Watch watch his space. That's it. So he, <laughs> so he came on off the bench and uh, and then didn't last very long. Came back off and then Rangy <laughs> and then Rangy tried to go back on and he was cramping up. It seemed like the whole Rebels team were cramping up. Actually, question for the listeners. Do you get more cramps at altitude? Is that a thing? It's definitely it. I mean, yeah. I know it's harder the, I, to breathe and whatnot. So is I that think, it? Less oxygenation you know, we, of the muscles? Well, I don't know. I thought you cramp because of like a salt deficiency when you sweat a lot. So if you're struggling to get oxygen, you shouldn't sweat more because that's to cool yourself down, not to help you with your, to get air into your muscles. So well, to me, it doesn't really make much sense. Well, you being the most medically inclined of all of us, we'll just we'll have to take your word for it. Mm, but, um, sounded, sounded good, didn't it? It yeah. did. Um, it definitely did. <laughs> definitely did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, the, it was interesting to see that the uh, the Rebs eventually had to go to uncontested scrumps. Which, you know, to be fair, I actually, you know, there's a 50% chance Rangi could have just been pulling one us, you know, pulling one off on us because he's just like, look, we're losing every scrum anyway. Let's just, uh, uncontested boys, let's do it, you know. Um, But anyway, so. Back to under 11 days. That's it. And I think that'll, does that do us for the Bulls Rebs? That's it. Excellent. Um, All right, Shark Stormers. Hazza, fly through this one. Shark Stormers, top scorer, Ramon Samuels, who is now well and truly... Uh, their top hooker at the moment, hey? Um, I, find, I find this one really interesting because I honestly thought that Ntobeni was going to be jumping over the top of him pretty quickly when he came back, but he clearly is not. It's a few weeks in a row now that he's been benched. And Bongi Mbanambi uh, may well not be back until after the international break, so they've put that back as well. So Ramon Samuels continues to be an absolute buy at the moment. Uh, 63 points. Scored a very easy try on the wing where he literally just caught the ball, took three steps and dove over, mm-hmm. which is just invaluable for front rowers. That's it. Um, he's actually, he's um, also, I, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but he, he's of the same, um, pro, not, not prodigy, what's the word I'm looking for? He's of the same, well, basically the same as Malcolm Marks. He grew up playing flanker and played a lot of his senior rugby as a flanker. So um, he's quite good around the park in that. The more you know. There you go. He's now the fifth, Ranked average hooker. Pedigree. Pedigree was the word I was looking for. Thank you. Fourth ranked average hooker. 36.8 average, even with Falau, Fainga. Then we've got Fitzpatrick at 38.8. Cody Taylor, 40.1. And Malcolm Marks, an absolute country mile ahead, 59.3. But very good player, playing out of his skin. Jacques, Jean-Luc, rather, Dupree is my Mm. favourite Lucy at the moment. Scored another 61. Just seems to throw... He actually hits contact to throw offloads. He just absolutely <laughs> loves it. It's awesome watching him play because he just throws the ball like crazy. Five offloads in this game, despite missing the start of the season. I, I haven't checked the stat, but the commentators were saying that he's leading the offload stat for the competition. We might have to look into some match-fixing allegations or something. Harry has him in his fantasy team, and we're going to have to check if there's been some private messaging between Harry and Hit contact, John Luke, JLTP, yeah. He loves it. He, he just loves it. <laughs> Uh, 61 points from him. Interestingly, Dan Dupriers, who uh, I, don't, I don't think he was ever going to be as good as John Luke, but he only took 22 points away from the game. So 
he really didn't live up to the hype at all. I loved um, our uh, there was a, we did a tweet earlier in the week. There was a photo of um, the four Dupree's. There was uh, the, the coach Rob Dupree, you know, the ten Rob Dupree and the two brother and the twins um, John Luke and. Dan, and from the photo we just said, great to see a photo of the entire Sharks team. Um, you know, Straight there. <laughs> they're all good looking boys too. Well, good Bobby, genes. Bobby got thirty six points at fly half. Like mm. I said, Dan twenty two, Jean looked sixty one, and the coach got zero. Um, P- Philip Vandervolt fifty one points again, yep. scoring well at Lucy. Rang so, as you were saying, mate, just an immense back row. Oh, they're just such a big back row. I haven't seen anything that big in a little while. Who, who's there? Well, he's, he's another lock convert. So he was yeah. lock last year. I know, last year was he was playing a, a bit of Lucy. He was one of those buyers of the season last year. Yeah, yeah. and last 51 points. I, I honestly didn't think he'd be that good a pick this year because of the fact he was actually listed as a lock, uh, mm. Lucy. Mm. But, man, he's just scoring really well again. 51 I, is massive. I think the Sharks are missing a pilferer, though. What are they called? Pilferer. Fetcher. Fetcher, that's the one. Yeah, I yeah. agree. But the Saffers don't play a lot of fetches either. I think Phil Vandervolt is the fetcher of the team. I mean, John Luke's not the fetcher. If I mean, he, he is as well. Phil Vandervolt's a, a second rower turned Lucy, man. He's not a fetcher. I don't know. He was a fetcher for the Cheaters. No. He used to play the Cheaters as a bit of a fetcher there. No. Moving big, on. Big um, back row. Big back row. <laughs> Toit, yeah. 51, another massive game from him. What a beast. Mm. Apparently, he's a permanent Lucy by the looks of it now. So... Really interesting to see what happens with him in the Saffirs side in the international break. If they actually go to play him in this their seven jersey, the Kiwi and Aussie six jersey, it'll be really interesting. He is the Stormers. Oh, he's a beast. He is and the Stormers. And yeah. he's he puts the backpack on every week, picks the team up and carries yeah. them down the field. Mm. Dealende made a good line break, another line break and try assist as well. Mm. Um, I didn't think he was going to score this well, but ended up running away with 50 points on the prelims. I think he was the top scorer for the game. Pretty sure. Just go with it. Yeah, no, he was definitely, and um, <laughs> and yeah, and ended up with a solid half century. So he was very good as well. Um, so so very big performance from him. He just keeps on scoring well. It's been a really good year for him. He's, so he's actually looking pretty solid. He's a bit quiet last year, but he's he's come out of nowhere this year. I feel he's he's picked up a, from the last two it, years form two years ago and it's just yeah it's interesting to see what a bit of a change in attitude in the team can do mm. to their side mm. he's been very good um, the long awaited return of my boy Ma Pimpy Ma, Ma Pimpy <laughs> 41 points for him he looked really good he only had five runs I think again just like the outside backs always do he got starved of the ball a bit and Cozy got the most runs he's had of the season with six as well for his 31 points if they can get consistent ball to their outside backs especially Ma Pimpy there's going to be a lot of points in them so um, he, he's a very good buy if you can get him I think he's probably worth more than most people will value him right now does coach, obviously scored well last does year does the coach value him Apparently, to the new system that they're playing, or what? Does, what's going on? Yeah, that, that's on, the, that's the hard one. Um, it, if he had the last name Dupree, as mate, he'd start every week. To be honest with you, <laughs> the way he plays, but he can adopt children. You do, you do realize that he, he can adopt children as well. Yeah, the five, other... six. He has fifteen of them on the field right now. May as well. Just, Why not? Um, yeah. The other one I thought was really interesting was Raymond Rule got subbed for SP Maria pretty early in that second yeah. half leaving Craig Barry on the other wing. I know he's been pretty good off the bench, but either they're just trying to give Raw a little bit more of a rest or Craig Barry is legitimately pushing for a top wing spot in that team. Mate, Surely... He, he just he just sounds like a joke, Craig Barry. I mean, he it's sounds like two first, first names. <laughs> two first names. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I'm no. <laughs> uh, look, he, he sounds like the token white dude. He's a good player. 
But surely SP Marais, Rule and Lades are your outside backs. Surely. But they love Lades at 15, and this is what I'm a bit confused about. Look, I'm actually, I'm a bit upset that Lades hasn't been killing this year. I really like Lades. I like I like SP Marais more, and for some reason the Saffirs seem to really have something against him. And look, him. it's not just because of that filthy flick pass from last year. That's not the only reason I like But that's a key. That is a key. But that's yeah. a key ingredient for sure, yeah. It's because he's very individual. SP is very selfish is what... Um, coming out of the camp. That's it. All right, moving right along. I give us, give us a return from injury and injuries from this game. Yeah, so Duvenage was the big one at halfback. Scored a huge. huge. Actually, he scored as many points as he did last week. No. Zero. Excellent. <laughs> That's it. Not. And uh, injuries, concussion again. Chili Boy, who had a HIA maybe 20 minutes into the game, with, which brought Akers on, but then didn't come back on after half time. So I know Akers came on pretty early. Last week, I don't know if that was a concussion thing or not, that kept him off the field. Mm. And Stephen Luis, or Luvis? Luvis, Stephen Luvis. Uh, was yeah. called pre-game. There's been absolutely no information out there as to why that was. No. But, but he, he has hopefully been... we get something during the mid, middle of the week. He's, he's been great this year, Stefan Levis. He is, um, he's he got... scores consistently this yeah, year. Yeah, he's just been... I mean, the, both of the, uh, the Sharks locks have been stepping it up this year. So they've been doing good. Yeah, they're just work rate players, aren't they? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's about it from this one. Excellent. Um, all right. So last game of the last round of the yeah round that's just been uh, Brumbies Haguares. Oh the another Australian team. That's it. Another another great Australian victory. Um, no, uh, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, the Brumbies <laughs> went down at home. I did have them. I had them pegged in for a win. I thought that they'd you know. Bring, I tipped them. I reckon that I thought they'd pull it together, but no, not to be. So. Um, We've got Nabung's a player who he's trying to run off as a blue chip and quote world class player. I did not say Chance Penny. I did um, not say world class. Thank all you. All star. For, all for, star. For the record, the not new, world class. The new Ben Lamb. I think I heard you for say. The world, not world class <laughs> is what I said. Yeah. All right, mate. Uh, Chance Penny topped the game, fifty six points. Um, look. There's no, I mean, he is actually doing really well, and he's a great player. I think he's been a really good find for the Brumbies. Um, but uh, yeah, he's look. He's definitely not a blue chip neighbor, but um, that's fine. Uh, look, he had a good game, fifty six points. Tommy Banks, fifty five points, two tries. So uh, yeah, two of the top scorers were from the Brumbies. They just uh, didn't seem to win them the game um, because the Brumbies are not great. Yeah, they just didn't provide a complete performance. To be to be fair, the Haguaris were on song. They were playing well. They weren't dropping a lot of ball. They were everything was sticking. Their set pace was doing well. Um, there was a, there was a great contest in the scrum. It was kind of going back and forth. Um, mm. But the as I think one of the commentators said in the second half, I think I watched this game recently. No, I, I guess it was on Sunday afternoon. But um, their, their attitude just wasn't great. Um, you know, they just the Angus Gardner, the ref, was getting a bit sick and tired of all the lip because man, they wins even they even Poe yeah, was, yeah. Poe was he scared. gave Pocock a bit of lip. He did. He's like, like Poe, mate. You. He's like Poe, mate. Just play the game. Look, I understand that you're normally right and you're best at everything, but just play. <laughs> the game son um, so yeah they just weren't in the right frame of mind and just you know the Hagaros pulled one over them so um, yeah um, for the Hags Orlando um, 13 Matthias Orlando 55 points Tuchelet 47 I think Buffelli ended up on 44 even after a yellow card so that was pretty solid um, from their backs and um, yeah look this game saw the return of Henry Spate so Spate had kind of um, had a minor, I think it was a hamstring niggle. Uh, gave him an extra week to get rid of that. And um, no, it was knee. He had a knee, a knee issue that he'd been struggling with through the season. Apparently, 
Spain. Excellent. Good. Yeah, it was yeah. a knee issue. I'll be honest, I had no idea, so I was just saying hamstring because I thought it was a likely type of thing. You know where, what I mean? Where just, do I mean? That's it, yeah. So it's good that uh, you were paying attention and corrected that. So um, anyway, no, but Spade looked good. Integral part of their team. Um, I mean, I don't think he did anything... This is like hundredth test match. Oh, not test. Is this a hundredth super cap? Yeah, hundred super caps. So yeah. first Fijian to get a hundred super caps. I think. Is that right? Said. Yeah, yeah. So pretty cool. Yeah, they were clapping him on the field. He's only really had a crack in about twenty-five of them, though. To be fair, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Um, and look, other His averages will tell that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and so for the Haguaris, there are a few injuries in this game. Uh, two of Harry's players, as a matter of fact. Uh, Pablo Matera, the captain, who we were just saying last week on the podcast that he's played pretty much every minute of every game, and we were expecting we're expecting him to be good. due for a rest, but now he'll, he's definitely earned a rest. I wouldn't be surprised if um, if he flies home, which is not words Harry's going to want to hear, but um, he, he was nursing his shoulder pretty. Uh, he looked pretty pretty tough. So and Harry's heart as well. And Harry's heart. So, so look, he, he'd been great this season. He's been he'd been a great captain. He really had been leading by example. But um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him flying home and miss the next three weeks of the tour. Um, you know, we'll talk about the preview who might replace him, but uh, otherwise, uh, Ramiro Moyano, he as well, um, copped what looked like a really, really serious injury. So, you know, they got the Ambos out there, stretch it off on the uh, the minivan, uh, whatever the golf cart. Um, the minivan <laughs> that was just the first word. I'm just getting really tired. That's the first word that came to mind, but um, he, um, yeah, what did you find out that the injury was? Supposedly? They said, look, you, I, I, the. The article I read was actually in English, which is rare for the Argentinian players. So it may well have actually already been translated, but they said it was a bruising. So I'm assuming bruising around the neck. So they've scanned him and had no fracture. But mate, that didn't look like bruising. He was pretty unhappy and they were pretty worried about him. They said in doubt for this week. So surely you can't get stretched off the field like that with that much commotion and play the following week. They have flown subs over for him and Matera. uh, Matera. So... Yeah, yeah. I think he's a one weaker, maybe at one best. Weaker. One okay. weaker. Well, that would be my pick. Case of soft artists. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he's, look, I understand that. The... We we agreed that every injury that the Jaguars get is upscaled about ten times over for mm. the cameras to make sure that if oh. anyone could be pinged for it, yeah. they would be. That's it. There was the, there was actually one I remember seeing, which was actually probably just was. Um, uh, what's the flyer's name? Sanchez. Sanchez was uh, running back to grab a kick. Grabs the ball. I think Henry Spade came flying through and you know tap, put a put a hit on him. Basically, swinging arm, copped a forearm right into the nose. Oh, yeah. But it was just at the perfect angle where none of the refs or touch judges could see. And so he blew up about it. He was super unhappy. He was He's trying the to... softest out of all. Oh yeah, he, he was trying to wrestle. Typical the... number ten. That's it. He was trying to wrestle the ball away from uh, Henry Spade or something, going for the quick throw. But um, yeah, he was blo- he was livid. He's like, he hit me in the face, you know. What? And it was just like they were started replaying it, but um. You know, didn't catch it in time. So you're in the, you're in Brumby Land. You're in Canberra. Come on, that's it. Um, actually, speaking of that, that was funny. Remember at the the Tars game, they seem to replay at our home ground. They seem to replay things on the screen. Replay? <laughs> Not replay. Replay. Yeah, yeah good. All right. Yeah. Um, they started to replay things right. on the screen. <laughs> started to replay things on the screen, which were significantly helping the Haguar, uh, the Lions. Yeah, our, our fourth, yeah. the the cameraman had no idea how to yeah. be biased towards your own team. Oh, mate, yeah. it's a classic Australian umpires and, no. and video officials, right? We're the worst at cheating ever. Yeah, we we, we literally. Do... 
go yeah. above and beyond to make sure the other team gets an advantage mm-hmm. so that we don't look like we're doing the wrong thing. Otherwise, we admit it. Look at the Australian cricket team. We just, no, we're straight out doing it. All right, look, we're going to be here for another hour unless we yeah, don't we keep are. going. Okay. So, keep moving going. on from that game, that's our entree done. Main course, um, if you're not full by now, then, well, you should be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, so, this is the round 11 preview. Um, buys this week, Sharks, Tars and Chiefs. So, first fixture of the round, Hurricanes and Sun Wolves neighbour. I yeah. imagine there'll be some fantasy points here this week. We'll, we'll smash through it, this, the, um, the main course. Um, Hurricanes, Sun Wolves, obviously, Sun Wolves, we, we think the Canes is going to pick up some points just from this fixture. Um, although, we do think that some of the All Blacks are to be rested from the rest weeks. Um, maybe Bowden Barrett, maybe Geordie Barrett, maybe La Marpe. I, you know, this is this is stuff that we need to have a good think about. Um, is is Nehi back? <coughs> we, uh, they said look, back? twenty to thirty minutes, maybe off the bench. Otherwise, we'll play for the Canes development side. So probably not a big score this week, but it should be right in the thing next week. They're talking about it like he will start the following week. That's that's how I'm taking it. But my boy Ben Lamb to start since uh, we found out that Wes Goosen is out for the season. Yes. Exactly right. No, yeah. I think that's wrong. He's bro- he's broken his jaw. That was just some Twitter comment uh, that said that. I think he's gone for six to eight weeks. Well, he's gone till after the June internationals. Ben Lamb all the way. Thank you. Yep. No, fair enough. And um, the we think that both Sevillas are going to be back. Adi after his rib injury is going to be back yep. as well as Julian. He's, so he's had his rest weeks. Adi doesn't need to be rested at all. Julian's had like seven or eight rest so, weeks. He's so had a few rest weeks. <laughs> Surely he's got to no be rest back. needed for them. Um, Matsushima was sent home, um, and Willie Brits was dropped to Japan A for the rest of the tour. Um, then got concussed. Then got concussed. So, so went home with Matsushima. See you later. Yeah. Then on the same flight, I wouldn't say business class, just put in the cattle class. <laughs> and then... That, that, um, yeah. Sorry, just just on that one, I think that's quite interesting. So I think it looks like Himeno may be their long-term answer at number eight, mm. and Labushagni, who captained the long-term answer at number seven. So Willie Britt's been dropped to Japan A is pretty big that they put Labushagni as captain that week. Uh, it looks like there's not a place for him because he's a, a Lucy that's always scored really, really well. Mm-hmm. And... By the looks of it, I guess he, he may not get another start this season. And they like Tokunaga at six. They seem to have found a formula. That, that Who they is like. Tokunaga? Don't know, don't care. Moving on. <laughs> no family history. Surprise. Yeah. Um, the... <laughs> yeah. He's a samurai. Warrior family. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Top knot. Yeah. Um, so uh, we think that Tamura and Shadahori are going to be back this week. Um, we'll soon to be found out because it's the first bloody game on Friday night. Basically, same rule as last week. Last week we said pick up Crusaders, pick yep. up the Hurricanes. Not, um, not that tough. Yeah. This is at home at Wellington, second game. Yeah. If Barty Sevilla was ever going to get to kick up the arse to get his form in check, this is it. Yeah. That's it. Look, I, I don't know about you guys, but the Crusaders put 33 on the Sun Rules. I expect the Canes to put on more. So. That was under bloody slate. And that was and under, yeah, that was under bloody some hail, some golf ball size mm-hmm. hail. So, well, we, don't, we can't tell you what the weather conditions will be like, but um, Canes to, to step it up. Yeah, cool. Next card. Very good. Stormers Rebels. Uh, Stormers back at home at the Fortress and DHL Newlands. Um, I think that they will. That they've been kind of look. They haven't been doing terribly. Sorry, they haven't been winning, but they haven't been playing terribly. But they just haven't really found their form. Last year, the Stormers were one of the form teams in New Zealand, in South Africa. It was uh, really the Lions and the Stormers. Um, 
I think they're really looking forward to being back at home and they're definitely going to be welcoming some injuries back. Um, Kovas Visser and uh, Franz Malherber will, uh, should be back. Sorry, can't say will, should be it's, back. It's hard to know with Visser because they're just going so well with all the seasons they've got. No, that's true. But even just off the bench, just, you know, that impact he could bring off the bench. Yeah. Malherber as well, surely he's back. He looked to be in full fitness. I don't... We, we, all, we, thought we, would, we I, all thought he would get a run. I thought for sure he'd be week. back last week. But um, so we'll have to... Keep an eye out or watch this space uh, with regards to him. Um, and then, look, in terms of the outside backs, I mean, we were saying, yeah, they preferred SP, Raymond Rule, and Lades would have to be the preferred option. But there could be um, Sinatla and Sergio Peterson coming back. Um, whether they get a run, whether they just get on the bench, whether they try something different with them, who knows. But, um, yeah, there's uh, otherwise, look, Etzebeth's still a few weeks off. Um, no other real... They pushed that to Beth back for a while there. I had an update on the casualty ward from pretty recently, maybe within the last three weeks, where they said he was expected back for round 12. Yeah. Now that's been pushed back at least another couple of weeks. So we're looking more like round 14, 15-ish. So that's it. That's, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so look, that's it from Stormers Reb. Oh, sorry, Rebels, I guess. I didn't talk about the Rebels at all. Do we need to talk about the Rebels? No, fine, we'll talk about uh, the Rebels. Well, um, the, the, the only one I had was the Santa combination and be, you know, to see what happens there. I think their first choice is going to be Hodge and English, who they seem to still really love. Should be Meeks and English, personally, for mine. Not Meeks and Hodge? Meeks, that's what I meant, sorry. Why did I say English? Meeks and Hodge, that's what it should be, 12 and 13. Yeah, that's what I would think as well. I think Hodge's best position is probably at 13, and yeah. with the form of some of the other 13s in the country... Uh, that, I think that's a good option to give him as much game time there as possible. Oh, absolutely. And look, English is uh, fantastic in the 23 jersey because he can come on and play any position. So. Yeah, well, he plays well wherever you put him as a bench player. And he's a great team player. So Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, from the Rebs, um, look, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Hooker. I mean, Ulysses seems to be injured all the time. Rangi should be fine and back to go and starting. But perhaps we'll see, because remember that they, we said last week they took a third Hooker on there. We might see Sama Malolo uh, on the bench this week. So he's a youngster. I gave him big props last week. Bit of a question mark. You know, the Aussies have talked about their fitness a lot this year and how much better it is. But the amount of people going down with cramps in that game for the Rebels over the weekend was really worrying. I think, look, the amount of injuries this year has just been... Um, well, the Rebels' injuries have been really, really good. They've been no, good. Yeah, yeah, sorry. They've had almost... Yeah. I reckon they've had the least injuries of anyone. But mm-hmm. to have so many players going down with just extreme cramp was really, really odd. So get some power raids in your I think yeah, one, of their, one of their reserve props was going down with cramp after being on the field for about 10 or 15 minutes. Like, oh. I don't know if they flogged them through the week because they thought they needed some more fitness. They've all got, they they got DVT or something from the flights. Who knows? Um, all right, anyway, moving on from that game, Reds-Lions. Harry? Yeah, so the, the one from the Lions that may be back is Kyle Brink. I think he's on tour. There, there was mixed reports when they actually came over. But they said he had a bit of a nerve injury around his shoulder. I'm taking that as just a bit of a stinger, which is just, you know, we you bash your shoulder and the oh, nerves well, get a bit stretched. Because he was bashing the hell out of everyone. Yeah, as rightly he does, so. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he may get another run at six. That's what I'm expecting to happen. Um, and then the other one to look forward to is obviously George Smith to start. Um, and then the merry-go-round for the six and eight spot for the Reds will be interesting as well. Yeah, surely George Smith gets a start. Um, we were just we said it earlier. Nabog and I said the 30, 30 point average. Harry's low twenties. So. Yeah, low mid mid twenties. Okay, he's up. Uh, to, he's up to it. Combrink had a bit of a disappointing game last week, it whereas Tumway got more of the ball. Mm. I think this could be a big game for both of them because the Reds stink at the moment. Any Australian team just 
Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I was talking to you guys before we started the podcast. I've done the you know the power rankings for the, all the sides. Pretty much New Zealand are the top four. South Africa are the next five. Then the Blues. And then, I hate to say it, but the Australians are in, in the Sun Wolves are the bottom five teams in the comp right now. It's freaking awful. So I'm expecting the Lions to get another bonus point win on Tui here. Tumbleweed to get another hashtag Ryan Quaddy and Combrink to just play like a gun and score 25 points. Let's just say thank God that Australia is physically between South Africa and New Zealand because uh, we'd, we'd they, be... ha- they have to include <laughs> us in the competition, otherwise we'll ban them from flying through our airspace. So. There is talk that the Blues are going to join the Australian franchise, the Sun Wolves, the New Zealand franchise, and the Australian franchise is going to be kicked out of the competition. So that's what I'm expecting to happen. Heard it here first. Um, That's about it. Points for Lions, basically. Points for Lions, yeah. And look, Reds, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Big performance from the back of your forwards. Prove us wrong. Diamani's going to have a breakout soon. I'm waiting for you. I picked up Diamani. I'm waiting for him. Look, he he looks good, but he just hasn't really got stuck into it yet. And uh, as we've said, Warren Whiteley's, we're fairly sure... Well, sorry. He's gone, mate. We're going to say definitely. He's not coming on tour. No. Um, So, yeah, very good. Moving on. Blues and the... Blues and Jags, I expect this to be a high scoring team because both of them don't know how to defend. Um, There are a few things. Jags do. Oh, yeah, yes and no. Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, If they woke up on the right side of the bed. Well, they are on tour. Apparently, they know how to play Australian teams on tour. It's going to be interesting to see how. It's easy, mate. Show up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, we tried to throw everything at them. They had to get out of the bus in Melbourne and and walk an hour to get to the game. Did you, did you see that against the um, the Tars, they got there really, really early? Like two hours <laughs> yeah. early or something? Yeah, it's hilarious. They're like, not again. Yeah. But, no, um, so it's going to be interesting. Um, I actually think this will be a high-scoring game, personally. Um, there, cool. there are a few... Whenever you've got the Iwanis involved, mate, it's going to be high-scoring. Obviously. Um, there, there are a few, I wouldn't say injuries, but question marks throughout the whole game. Um, one of the big ones is Nanai, especially... Um, what was the handle that at, at Nanai at get Nanai on at get Nanai on he's getting um, shout outs every week this yeah, week yeah I know yeah, we're talking about the best what's his his, uh, his his fantasy team is called like Rainbow Ponies or something yeah there you go oh, there you go Yeah. when enough. you hear this give us a tweet mate get yeah. it, get onto it. give us a thumbs up and the shout um, we're still unclear how Nanai's injury is going we're still waiting for something um, we will completely update the uh, casualty ward as soon as we know. We're as keen as you are on him. He's one of those guys that gets snapped up real quick in our drafts. So. Exactly right. So we, we do ourselves in our own draft want to know what's going on. Um, Duffy was benched last week. We probably think that he will be benched again. Or Now, after that form, is... you'd have to think... And Jordan Highland who got another... Did nothing. He did nothing. Jordan Highland got another game just because he happened to play well in He played very trials. well last week. But no, Matt Duffy, look, all-black tour last year. Um, I don't think he's... Look, he's not going on all-black tour this year, but um, surely he's back starting in the right wing. Mm. So that's what I think. They proved me wrong. Um, there are a few others, like Blake Gibson and, and Augustine Pulu that we might God, they need back. Pulu back. God, yeah. they need him back. There are a few players that you need to have a bit of a think about throughout the whole fantasy season. Mainly Pulu, obviously top scoring from last year as a halfback. Um, Blake Gibson, consistent starter for the Blues. He loves pilfering. He needs that fetcher. The there's, Blues need that. Um, there was a video that you can look for it from from within the last couple of days. Sonny Bill Williams with a cast in his left hand, boxing with Blake Gibson, and he cops him in the schnoz. And with, then, with his left hand? 
no, I think it was with his right. He kind okay. of jabs in the oh. left and hits him with the right um, in the gym. So Sonny Bill clearly in a cast and won't be back if you're wondering about him. But Blake Gibson basically soft as piss as a loose forward. Yeah, no. He's, <laughs> going off that form, yeah. 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 No, he is. Very good. Um, and and we the main question is for the arguades is who to take Matera's spot is the is the question at hand. Uh, my, do, do we think we, that we, Ortega Desio at six yeah. and Senatore at eight? That's my view on it. I disagree. Harry disagrees. Respectfully disagrees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Lazana is going to probably get a crack because he was a vice at the start of the year mm-hmm. and, and is coming back from injury. The lasagna. 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 Mm-hmm. So I reckon he'll be back. That's my pick. I think he'll just slide straight in, take his spot. Otagi Adesio is the favourite eight. I don't think he's actually played a lot of six, seven. I thought that was purely just because they had mm-hmm. old man Senatore on the bench and that's all they could do. That's it. And they t- I'm pretty sure I went on about it a couple of weeks ago that they took... Um, Bruni, Rodrigo Bruni mm. on tour. Young guy. But he's on tour, but not, not giving him a go. So he's, he's a bolter, a bolter for the bench there and could, think, be, could be one to look out for. I think we all agree no one wants to start Senatore. He's got one foot in the grave. You know what I mean? Like, he, he does, but... That's being it, a little unfair. It, but, wouldn't, you know. it wouldn't surprise me at all. He actually came back off the bench and he scored 20-odd. So um, He scores points. Yeah, he, he definitely does score fantasy points. Um, and the last point that I like to make for this game is that obviously no Moyano. Well, that's what we think. Possibly, Maybe. possibly no Moyano. Pro- you'd you'd think not, surely. Yeah, you you think not, especially when he goes off with uh, a broken neck and broken <laughs> spine, and he's basically in his grave. So that leaves it with either the e- either a Del guy or um, cancel all your trips, Cancellieri. Uh, all your trips away from Argentina. <laughs> Alright, um, moving on. Brumbies, uh, yes. Saders. So, uh, Brumbies at home again. Um, look, I really see the Brumbies absolutely galvanising, coming together and just putting one over the Crusaders. No, okay, I'm, I'm completely joking. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Crusaders are probably going to wall off the Brumbies. Um, it's going to be, it's not going to be, a, I, I wouldn't say that this is going to be a really great game to watch. I think it's going to be, you know, kind of like two test teams, set piece, battle, um, yeah, look, it'll be interesting to see what the Brumbies can muster. But um, I, I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. I think there will be a lot of focus on defence and set pace. But um, anyway, with interesting players um, possibly coming back. So Brumbies, I think, will have a pretty similar looking team. Um, what's his name? Lolo Fakasolia. Yeah. Um, might be back. He played some club footy last week. Uh, so did Ben Alexander, um, the try scoring prop. Maybe he'll get back on the bench. I don't know. Who, like, who have they got? They've got like Leslie... Leslie Makin. Lalua Makin. Yeah. And uh, Sione and whatnot. But uh, maybe we'll see BA back. And um, yeah, for the Crusaders, look, Crusaders will definitely have some players back. So Havili back. Um, quite possibly Richie Mawanga, the best fantasy fly half in Super Rugby. Uh, White Crockett should be back. Um, and look, he might be straight back into the starting position. And Jordan Taufua, but yeah, yes, Harry, you've got a hand up about Moanga. Yes, teacher. <clears throat> yes, uh, just reading on Moanga and Dag and Jack Goodhue. Mm-hmm. Goodhue probably not going to get a run as we kind of expected. They're saying they may actually just choose to give Moanga one more week just because, but... That's, so, that's, so, yeah, that's funny, mate, because I remember the last three weeks you've been trying to trade good here with people selling their new Yeah, expecting these men to be yeah. better. Well, okay. he's meant to be. It's just because. Yeah, all right, mate. But sure. anyway, I thought the most interesting thing, <laughs> which I, I 
no, people may not find as interesting as I do, but I think it's really interesting is Izzy Dag, the same article they did an interview with him about his knee. They said that the reason that he hasn't been playing is because oh, he's got no cartilage in his knee. Mm. So they're saying it's, he's, he is saying it's bone on bone is his quote, which is never good to hear from a player. And they're relying on stem cells, which apparently, quote, uh, renews the cartilage. I can say conclusively that that is not true and it does not. It's complete BS. And, right. you know, it's a good way to sell patients $10,000 worth of treatment for an arthritic knee, but it doesn't work. Um, so I was about to say, sign me up, mate. You could, you, could, you could have sold me, me on that, too. mate. I was the just effect, like, too. The effect at the moment is placebo. So if your All Blacks outside back is saying his knee swells up when he plays, it's not as good as it used to be, and he's been trying to get muscle strength I back to work his power, you missed he a word is rooted. You missed a X All Blacks. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I think he's in huge trouble. I, I only read this tonight. Man, mm. he's gone. If he's relying on a treatment that evidence says does not work, he's in huge trouble. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. Yeah. Anyway, so in agree- I think we're all in agreement. Crusaders to win this. Um, like, you know, it, to win it easily, but not. I don't think there'll be a huge blowout in the scores here. Um, fantasy points. Not in agreement um, there. Not in agreement. <laughs> blowout. Mate, they're going to blow them out. They're the Brumbies right now. Actually, yeah, to be fair. <laughs> I, I do want to establish, do we think an Australian team will actually beat a New Zealand no. team? This, this no, no, I, I feel well, easy. Let's get to that. Yes. Let's get yeah. to that. Okay, anyway, we'll get to that in the yum, yummy time. Sugar. <laughs> sugar hit. The sugar hit. The sugar hit. Yes. God, we needed to stop this 10 minutes ago. All right, so last game, Bulls Highlanders. Harry, finish it off for us, mate. So Bulls is just working out who's going to come back. Capitan Nick Dejaga was meant to be part, meant to be past fit in round co-captain, nine. Co-captain, yeah. co-captain, either or. I'm, I'm um, sick of these co-captains. Just make someone the bloody captain and move on with it. But look, didn't get a run last week. Maybe that means he's back this week. But I, I think they're in a pretty good place with their Lucys at the moment. To be honest, they're, they're six sevens, both playing pretty well. So maybe he doesn't get a run. Travis Ishmael, I expect to be back. He, he got ruled out late a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And Ulengo's been with the side for, what, two weeks now? He's got a tendon issue, which is just going to be about managing his training load. So maybe you start to see him. I, I guarantee he's going to come off the bench when he gets a start, not, not, uh, not actually start on the wing. But he's obviously a very good player to pick up if you're looking for a smoky, if, over the, if you're going to hold him for maybe two or three weeks, I would think. Now, look, I know I just went on off at us about um, going off on a tangent but yeah, I've just had a thought too bad yeah, of co-captains when you have co-captains does that mean that you can both talk to the ref like or do they have to pick one of the co-captains to be the captain I to actually talk think to the you ref? have to pick one yeah I'm pretty sure you pick one okay because I was going to say otherwise that's a cop out and everyone should do it Sorry, yeah, that was a nice shower, tangent, just a shower thought I had. Let's yeah, uh, get thank, back to business. Yeah, Highlanders, I, I don't know if there's going to be any, uh, any any differences there. The interesting one for me is if Squire is back, this is the earliest suspected time he could be back. Do they take Do him they on tour? Do they put him straight to the bench? Do they take him on tour? Frizzell has been killing it. Do they just keep giving mm. him a run? And he's Beast. going to be the new six and all of a sudden be in the All Black squad. So who knows? But um, Frizzell is going to be very you, hard to bench. You call him, right call him a bolter. Well, he's got he's got to be in the mix. I know he's only played a game and a half, but he's not in the mix, <laughs> mate. Sorry, mate, he's not in the mix. Six is a real <laughs> right. honestly. Jerome Kano has been injured. Six yes. is a real, and so is Squire. Kano's Six is a done. huge. All right, problem. here's the question of the podcast: Who's more like? Who's the more likely bolter? Chance Penny or Shannon Frizzell? <laughs> more likely to make Frizzell, the Wallabies mate. or and the All Blacks? Is that the respect? Or to be world class? Yeah, yeah. To be world class, <laughs> Frizzell. Um, look. 
obviously there's there's a way to go. He's played a game and a half, but he looks very good, and it is a real problem area for the All Blacks. So could could well get a run. That's 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 all from that one. I, I think this would probably be one of the most interesting games of the week as well. Good stuff. All right. Well, um, finishing the main course generally brings yeah, up. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually. I've left a little bit of room. I haven't. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. Are you super full? It actually, we've actually gone over time, but we we've left something for something. And, and what, what you gonna what you gonna do with that dessert? Exactly. These are getting worse. That's what you wanted. These yeah, are getting worse exactly right. every yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so dessert. Um, yeah, we're already running an hour fifteen. If you're still listening, I don't know why you're listening, but you know, well done. <laughs> no, good on you, mate. You may as well listen to the end of the podcast. Big Just go strong. Wait, and we'll go, give, go we'll, hard. We'll give you another shout out. Getting on our one. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're still listening, then uh, what's a word for him? To say? Nana's back next week. Um, yeah. So <laughs> don't, don't crush people. Like that. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Like if you're listening this hard. Most yeah. people will actually be listening the whole way. So All right, well, look, we'll um, take you there. Yeah, so we did no preps. Our insight this week, um, <laughs> we were just talking about... Um, it's not going to get us there. Basically, well, I just came up with this just before we started. Um, six weeks left until the June break. We're in round 11. Uh, round 16 is when the June break for the internationals is. Um, looking at all the Kiwi teams, look, you may um, have thought you'd solved all your buy issues with your fantasy teams, but um, maybe you haven't because... Uh, any All Blacks, so that's players that have been in the All Black squad last year, um, they need a mandatory two rest weeks. Um, and, and one on a bench as well, I think. I don't know about the bench one. I think I think someone asked about that, but no, I'm pretty sure it's just two rest weeks. So two weeks, not playing, no club footy, nothing. Um, which, yeah, it's just this kind of blanket approach. Um, but uh, anyway, so there's a lot of players throughout all the teams that haven't been rested. The Highlanders are a great example. They have not. Uh, Aaron Major hasn't rested any of his All Blacks yet. So, players that we're talking about, for example, are Aaron Smith, Ben Smith, Luke Whitelock. Um, who else is in the Highlanders? So Aaron Naholo. Smith is, Aaron Naholo. Smith is obviously on the Naholo, bench. Naholo, big one. Yeah. I mean, Aaron's been on the bench this week, but it doesn't yeah. count as a rest week. So yeah. Doesn't so at all. No, nope, doesn't count. Okay. Yeah. The big so, thing was though they were talking about the fact that they had a lot of tough games at the moment. They're on tour at the moment, so I, I can't see them resting players when they're on tour because they just wouldn't have taken them. No, there was an article Aaron Major was saying yeah, he's not. He's like, yep. He, I mean, to be fair, you know, if you don't rest any players, someone might get injured anyway, and yeah. then oh, it's a forced rest. But um, uh, he said that he's definitely he's not resting people on tour. He's, they're going away on a two week tour to South Africa. He's taking everyone there. And um, look, then when they get home, they play. I think the Lions at home and a couple of Aussie teams. Waratahs Reds away, and then the Hurricanes at home. They're not resting anyone for the Hurricanes. I think. I think. Yeah, they're definitely not resting anyone for the Canes. They rest them for the Australian team. <laughs> but, but at the moment, you'd have yeah. to say they rest them for the Aussie team. So yeah. uh, maybe it's for the Lions as well. The Lions is at home and Dunedin. They might be out of steam at the end of their tour. But um, yeah, so if you've got any of those ABs, expect they've got to sit out two weeks. So it's, it's got to happen. So be prepared. Um, that's just the Highlanders but look we mentioned we're talking about the Hurricanes this week so the Barretts um, Nani Lamape Nani Lamape is almost definitely going to be rested this week they pretty much said um, Brad Shields I'm sure they want to get rid of him now they're hearing he's going to be playing for England he's, he's done and dusted the England rate him so highly he's going to be starting up there well, yeah, and the look, Kiwis aren't happy so that could turn sour you never know oh well he's already the Kiwis laid their ground down by not actually picking him in the first place. So I think that... The... That's it. But look, continuing with the theme, more examples in the Blues, the Iwanis have played every week. Um, even Akira was in the squad last year. So DMAC actually needs to have a rest for yeah, once D- this year as well. So DMAC, you've got DMAC. He's, he's got to sit out for two weeks. I don't think he's... Yeah, well, how has he... He hasn't been rested in previous years. 
No. Because he's played every game team. Well, I guess he only made the All Black squad last year, so... Yeah. I don't think he made yeah, it. Yeah, that's his yet. first proper... Um, proper yeah, injury. so with the Blues, who we got in there? We've got the Yuanis. You, um, you can almost... Sorry, just for the Chiefs. Yeah, they've got a bye this week, then they play Jags at home, then they've got their South African tour for a couple of weeks, mm. then they've got Tars and Crusaders. Again, they're not going to drop him for Crusaders. Yeah. So you can almost guarantee for the Jags and Waratahs in rounds 12 and 15, you're not going to be seeing the likes of Brody Ritalik and Damian McKenzie. Exactly. So, look, we're not going to go name every player, but, like, for example, in the Chiefs, D-Mac, Sam Kane, um, Brody, Brody Ritalik. So, uh, you know, that's the Chiefs. We did the Blues, Canes. um, Crody's missed a few from injury. Whitelock, they just rested. Whitelock has had his two rest weeks. He had another one earlier. Um, They seem to be pretty right. The Crusaders are pretty right. A lot of the All Blacks have just come back from injury. So, look... But just, yeah, be mindful about that because that's um, that's our insight this week. Well the, um, well, the other thing that we're thinking is just looking at the franchises. Right now, Kiwis are on top. South African pretty much take up the middle teams and the Aussies are very much on the bottom. Can we, we get to bash? Do we get to bash the Australians? Oh, yeah, we're about to. <laughs> that's how we're going to finish. Yeah, so the South exactly Africans right. have to play each other, so that seems to go back and forth each week depending on who's at home. Yeah, so don't the, worry, don't worry, elite rugby banner, we're on it. We're going to we're going to trash oh, our yeah. own teams. Mm. As well. So the Kiwis get to play. Each of them get three Aussie games in the next nine weeks or something. So man, that is going to be a free for all for points for all the. We, Kiwis we were really games. just saying it's you know the rule of pick up anyone playing the Sun Wolves. It really is looking like just pick up anyone playing the Aussies. And that is really depressing, but it's so it's, it's a stark reality. That's where we're at. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get as, demolished, as we said. New uh, rugby AU or RA rugby logo. Uh, stronger is three. Um, yeah. So I, I just say stronger <laughs> is one. Just cut it, cut it all down. Yeah. Let's play the Wallabies against the New Zealand franchises. That's my theory. Well, hopefully, it's going to make me more depressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if we when we lose to the Crusaders. And the Hurricanes. So we and won't the we won't get into how sad it is that we cut a team just to suck all over again. I thought last year the issue was the coaching, not the teams. But mm. we won't move on any more from there. We won't say any more about that. The issue for me is going to be, oh, sorry, the thing that we said we would come back to is going to be: Are any Aussie teams going to beat any New Zealand teams? Do you guys have? You know, the, a, a game that we're going to win. Most people have said Waratahs versus the Blues at home. It's got to be the Blues. Is it going to actually happen? I want to pick from each of you. Will the Aussies beat a New Zealand team this year? Oh, Kagi. I'm very biased because I have both the Iwanis in my team. I'm going down to Brookvale Oval to watch the Iwanis play, to be honest with you. But um, <laughs> uh, will it happen? I'm still going to say yes. Neighbour? I, I think it's actually going to happen. And it's going to have to be one of the teams, the franchises or the Australian teams have to be... Do the Blues only the Blues. play the Tars? No, the Blues play the Rebels in New Zealand. And the Reds in New Zealand as well. It's, it's got to be the basically all. It's all or nothing with the Tars. Yeah. So, I'm going to put it out there. No, the Aussies will not be in a New Zealand team no, for another no, year. Look, no, I, okay, I'll be honest. I probably well, think that. Been, been I probably off. think that, but I can't say it. I can't bring myself to do it. Uh, it I'm there. I'm at that. Point. Yeah, I can't do yeah, it. No, I'm not there yet either. I have faith. Tequila, big game against the Blues in Brookie. And, uh, it's not going to happen, maybe. Mate, Rico is just going to dominate him. No, he's not starting against Rico. I've already looked that one up. He'll be up against Duffy or... Oh, well, then we're good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that whole game will be Rico scoring down the left wing and Tequila scoring down the right wing. It's whoever can score. He scores more. Yeah. Um, I think there is hope. I think there is hope. The most, hope. most hope? Did you say, the most did you say hope. there is Amanaki Mafi? <laughs> <laughs> There, there, is that a, there is a false hope, but there is hope for the Australian teams. Very good. All right, guys. Look, I think we've pretty much got there. The only thing we haven't done, um, yeah, we're 
no, no. Um, we're super over time. But yeah. the only thing we haven't done is, boys, we haven't shit on Nelson this week. So um, just a shout out to, uh, I, I was up against Nelson in the draft this week. And How many did him by? Yeah, about 100 points or so. I don't know. Um, but uh, so Nelson's sitting firmly on seventh place. Uh, still, he should be last, really. But um, he's, he's nearly there at the bottom of the table. He's doing his best. Yeah, that's it. So He's now literally only four and against above last place on 16 points for the season. Mm. That's it. Look, you didn't think he could do any worse than he does on this podcast, but he is in the, in the draft. So he's got the least wins of the year as well. Oh, it just feels good. Doesn't it? And he's in Vietnam. It could get worse. If, if we, if we, if, if, if we were going to choose a conference, Nelson would be the Australian conference. So, okay. uh, but mud, but mud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've truly lost the plot. So let's yes. uh, let's round out there. Um, and just remember to keep it deep and uh, keep it, it hard. Oh, wow, <laughs> no one doesn't even know the saying. No idea. <laughs> All right, we're done there, boys. Shoot, 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 shoot. <laughs> oh, God.